Welcome, Shade. Uh, I'm so, so happy that you're going to be the second guest in our ser new series, Habit Talks, and our new official podcast. Um, I want to welcome you to this habit journey and the world of Insumo, and really want to get to know you first. Uh, can you please introduce yourself a little bit, your background, and how you came across this ecosystem of productivity and habit tracking? Sure. So hi, everyone. I'm Shade Jones. I am a time management coach, and I specifically help side hustlers and small business owners reclaim their time and manage all aspects of their life. So I don't just focus on their career or work. I focus on their personal development, their hobbies, their wellness, and their building their relationships. I got into this because I was a side hustler for a long time. I started off working in advertising, and I enjoyed it at first. It was what I wanted to do. But I always longed to do something else outside of it. And I was always multi-passionate. So I, I started to do a lot of different things on the side. So I started a blog because I got really into personal development. So my blog was called The Fire Inside. I still have that blog, but it's now my whole business. Um, I also started doing networking events and selling products on e-commerce sites. I was doing a lot while I also was working. So I found out that I just needed to learn how to manage my time because I was getting to this burnout cycle where every week I would just be exhausted. I was happy and passionate about what I was doing, but I was working way too hard and I wasn't working smart. So I started to become obsessed with productivity. I took a bunch of courses, read a bunch of books. I started testing out different methods on myself and then I cracked the code. And I knew once I cracked the code that I had to help other people do the same thing because it's so many people like me, multi-passionate. They want to do multiple different things. They just don't know how to manage all their time. And also I was told a lot, like a lot of women, that you can't have it all, you can't do it all. And I just never gave into that, never believed it. So I used that as like the fuel. It, light, it lit a fire inside of me. That's really why I call like my business the fire inside um, to just figure out how to manage it all. And now I know how to do that. And I wanna inspire other people to go after their wildest dreams as well because we all have the time to do so. That's really inspiring. And can you kind of like dive a little bit deeper into what your work life looked like and what kind of started overwhelming you? Yes. So I was living in New York City at the time. And anyone who's from New York knows there's a long commute time most of the time for a lot of us. So I woke up, I would wake up really early in the morning just to get ready, commute an hour, sometimes hour and a half, depending on the train to work. Once I got to work, I worked in advertising. Anyone in the creative field knows when you're working with clients, I was an account slash project manager. So I was managing all the day-to-day -day advertising campaigns. I was managing all the internal teams. Like The team was probably like over 20, 30 people. And it was demanding and ever-evolving, talking to clients all day, dealing with changes, dealing with creative things. So from nine to like, it was supposed to be five, but it really was like six, seven, I was working. And then after work, I was would be going to the gym. I was very into my fitness. So then I'd be in the gym. By the time I would get home, it would be like, eight or nine o'clock, and then I would start on my business. So can you imagine working from like, let's say I'm up at like seven, six thirty-seven, all the way until like midnight, it was exhausting. I was always working and I never really had time for other things. And it wasn't that I didn't enjoy what I was working on, it just was like a crazy work schedule. And I, I even would work on Saturdays. <laughs> so it was just really, really busy. And I felt like I wasn't taking charge of my time. I was kind of giving it away. So what you're describing is something that a lot of people experience and they feel like they're the odd ones out. They feel like everyone else has their shit together and like they, they're the only people who don't really know how to approach and time manage properly. But the mm -hmm. truth of it, 
the, the truth of the fact is like in contemporary life, in living in our urban societies, we're in living the very fast paced nature that is actually like kind of against our human nature. But at the mm-hmm. same time, there are ways to go about it that can actually like manage the time and like, uh, like in, ensure that we optimize our productivity. So what are some tactics that you utilize initially? And like, how did that turn out uh, changing your life? So one thing I started doing was getting more clear on focus. I really had to focus in when I was doing things. So I noticed that, let's say at work, I would do all my work all day. And then by the time I would get home, I'd be so exhausted that I would struggle to focus on what I need to do for my business. So instead of taking like, let's say 30 minutes to do a task, it would take me like two hours. And it was all because of I was exhausted. I wasn't focusing in. I was super distracted. My mind was all over the place or I had a lot going on in my environment. So one of the things I used to do is I would create an environment within my home that was just for working on my business. So anytime I came in, the first thing I would do before I could like relax or like watch Netflix or hang out with my um, fiance, I was like, I'm going to go and work on my business for at least 30 to 45 minutes. I'm going to do the Pomodoro method and I'm going to just zone in and (laughs) get the work done. For anyone who doesn't know what the Pomodoro method is, it's when you set a timer You can set different times. Usually it's 20 minutes, but I would set a timer for like 30 minutes and I would just go all in and work. Having that timer kind of helped me to be really zoned in and focused. And I would only be working on one thing during that time. And then I would step away from it and I wouldn't pick that back up until like the next day. What I noticed was small, strong bursts of work versus like long, elongated ones worked better for me. So that was one thing I started doing. And my reward was every time I would successfully complete that 30 minute increment, I would then get to relax and have something fun to do. So it was as if I started to create a habit loop. And if you read James Clear Atomic Habits, you know about the habit loop. So I kept rewarding myself. I had a trigger, I had the routine I would do, and then I would reward myself. And so I would keep going in that loop. And I didn't know that's what I was doing at the time. And so I learned all the technical things behind it, but it really worked to train my brain to actually do that. And I saw my business grow so fast in a year that I was able to quit my corporate job. I didn't need it anymore. And that was during the pandemic. So it was actually really amazing. That's super impressive. And what about like something maybe like a negative habit that you had to let go. Can you walk us through like a little bit of of like a journey that you went through? One, I guess in one negative habit, it's kind of like tired. It's kind of tied to mindset where I was really hard on myself with making mistakes. So I had, that was a habit where I think a lot of us who are high achievers can relate to this. I was just so hard on myself if if I didn't get it like the first or second time. I just thought, okay, I've done this once already. Why can't I just get the same result? And I was so results oriented and like so focused on just being hard on myself and like tearing myself down for every mistake I made. And what I started to do was actually I incorporated more affirmations, which really helped me with just affirming myself, reminding myself of the process. And I started really focusing more on like, what's the next step? What's this next small next step I can take? Instead of like looking at the whole mountain, I was looking like the next step next step, next step. And just that mindset shift in the affirmations and just working on my mindset in general really helped me to be able to move forward. Because anyone who's an entrepreneur knows it's really tough because you're, <laughs> you're all on your, on your own a lot of the time um, and you don't know how things are always going to turn out. But getting more comfortable making mistakes is going to help you to take, you know, elevate faster. Definitely. And making these changes initially, I think, for, for your professional life, did, did you notice it reflecting on your daily life and daily mindset as well? 
Yeah, that's the thing. Once you start developing more positive habits, you start to see them translate into every part of your life. Just even when you're interacting with your friends and your family, or when I was at my corporate job, all of a sudden I was almost like a life coach for my employee, like for the different employees, other my coworkers that I was working with, um, which was really funny. It's just once you start changing one aspect of your life, it really just translates into everything else. And I, I saw it in my interactions and just how positive I became as a person. Definitely. Uh, I think something that uh, this reminds me of is like kind of starting small. Uh, mm -hmm. I learned this in Atomic Habits as well. It was like, okay, like just set small goals and then in time you're going to see how it translates into like something so much bigger than that. Did you see these kind of like small things? Like, can you give some examples of like these small steps that you took that later really made a big impact? Yes. So I people always ask me how I became so disciplined and I always say it's from working out. Um, I didn't like working out at first. It was something it, like most people, it was something I did because I was trying to like look good for my birthday or like look good for like X event that I needed to go to. And I would just work out during that time. Then I'd be like, eh, I don't need to work out anymore. But after I graduated from college, I actually went through a really tough breakup. And I, I just was like, all right, I'm going to get my life together. I'm going to start reading personal development books. And I remember the first, I went into Barnes and Noble. This is like a month after I graduated from college. I felt like my life was falling apart. I had a job, but I like had, I didn't, we had just went through that breakup. So, you know, in your head, you think you're like going through everything. Now I can laugh about it. But I went to Barnes and Noble. I picked up You're a Badass, um, which is like the first personal development book I've ever read. I think it's, it's by Jen Scenero, I think you say her name. Um, I read that book. I only picked up that book because I was like, I'm not going to read some generic self-help book. I want something that's interesting. So I, You're a Badass just sound like the title like just made me want to read it. So I started reading that book, and, and she inspired me to just go after like whatever I wanted. And I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to be fit. I just like never had the discipline or consistency. So I ended up signing up for a gym. And finding a gym partner to go with, which is a really big deal. Like having accountability really helped me in the beginning. And I signed up. I started going with my accountability partner. And I've been now working out for over five years consistently, like at least three to five times a week. And just going to the gym and making it like a meeting for myself helped me develop that discipline and show myself that I can be challenged. And once I've challenged myself physically, it kind of worked everywhere else. I was challenging myself at work. I was challenging myself for my business. I was challenging myself with difficult situations or with trying new things. It was as if like that one aspect and that one habit that I picked up translated into everything else that I was doing. So now I'm like obsessed with working out. <laughs> That's a great example. I think working out is definitely something I've utilized to keep myself more productive in the past mm -hmm. because I've had periods. I had a, a, a similar situation with you when I graduated last year uh, and then during the pandemic. So I didn't even have a graduation. And then mm -hmm. I went back home. I was like doing online classes, but I felt like my schedule was completely empty. I didn't have a job and I like had no idea like, what to do and so I just never had like set plans set schedule I didn't know what my goals were mm -hmm. so I felt completely lost for like a couple months and so what I started doing was trying to keep myself busy and put things in my schedule that necessarily didn't really do anything for like professional development but they were things in the schedule that was going to keep me busy so mm -hmm. that within that busyness of the schedule I started putting different things that would actually help me so like the first thing would be like schedule a kickboxing class for the morning or like go for a run in the morning and then because I'm like getting up early and like getting a fresh start for the day then I'm like okay now I'm gonna sit down and start looking for jobs 
or like mm-hmm. now I'm going to like find a part-time work for myself that's going to maybe later on turn into my dream job and something like exactly. that. Exactly. Giving yourself structure. So yeah, yes, I love that definitely. you talked about that. I think a lot of people don't realize that why schedules work so well when we're in school is because all of us need structure and routine. Like that's why just as much as kids need it, adults need it. I teach all my clients this because I'm like, they, they forget that like they need a routine. Like if you're just going to sleep whenever you want, lounging around, not giving yourself, you know, things you'd enjoy throughout the day, you're going to be bored. Or if you're super tired all the time, it doesn't mean you're not getting enough sleep. Sometimes it does. But other times it may mean that you're just not doing things that fulfill you or you're not working out your body. Like sometimes when you're working out, that's when you get all your energy because you're exerting like all that energy. So I love that you brought that up. (laughs) How long do you think it takes for a habit to turn into a routine that's going to be a permanent part of your life? Well, they say it takes three weeks. I don't really believe that. Um, I think it takes for most people to see a lifestyle change. What I've seen is it takes about 90 days. So I specifically work with clients for three months, and that's when I see the biggest changes. But it can take up to a year. I would say it could take up to like nine months to a year to really make it second nature. I always like to compare it to brushing your teeth. It's something we all do. It's like an innate habit. It's going to take a couple years to probably get to that point with something, but 90 days is a good set amount of time to build up like a really strong morning and night routine and get it into um, your everyday life. And what would you say is like one of the primary lessons you try to teach your clients in your session? Um, I really try, that's tough because there's so many things and it depends on the client. But my main goal is just to show them that your schedule doesn't need to be jam-packed with just work or professional tasks. Like you really should have a balance of breaks and time to do nothing in your schedule, as well as the most important priorities each day. So you don't need to be doing 20 things in a day. You could be doing three really needle-moving needle moving things in the day, and your day could be way more impactful. And that they can design their day on their own. I think for a lot of people, they think, Someone else has designed my day. My day is dictated by a boss or my kids or spouse or someone else in their life when they absolutely have control over their time and people forget that they can reclaim their time. They really can decide everything in their life. Um, I just think it's something that I see so many people, they, they don't have boundaries. So they just like fall victim to doing whatever someone else tells them and not really reclaiming their time. So that and I keep saying reclaim their time because that's what my program is called. <laughs> because I really live by like, everyone should be reclaiming their time. Time is so precious. It's one of our most important assets we never can get back. I think the way you phrase it is really, really powerful. Like I we have so much power over our time and even like so many different things as well. Like uh, our decisions, our like mood, like so many different things. Actually, we have so much power over it. It depends on like the choices we make and the way we try to like approach things, like our perspectives. And I think the way you're phrasing this situation is like really, really um, powerful and, and enlightening. Uh, what are some solutions or like maybe apps or platforms you've used that you found help you in like this uh, journey of like building productivity and building positive habits? So I absolutely love Google Calendar. I use that every day. Um, That's exactly how I plan my days. But also I love the Pomodoro method. So I use um, Focus Keeper, but there's so many Pomodoro method um, apps. I love that one because it's super easy, simple. It's just a timer. Um, So I really use that app. I use Google Calendar for the most part. And I also have used habit apps as well. Um, But I don't use them so much anymore because I, I, it's kind of second nature for me to develop habits on my own now. 
That's great. I'm going to do like a mini plug in here for Insumo because what you, both of the things you said you use is things we have integrations with. So we do have integrations with uh, apps like Google Calendar and different calendar tools as well. And then we also, for the Pomodoro method, we have a timer on the actual app and we offer like habit journeys to help people who are both like unfamiliar with like any type of habit journey or people for uh, who are already like familiar with all these processes. So we're trying to integrate so many different things from like we're reading a lot of books we have a book club uh, so every week we're like get together and talk about how we can use these learnings from these books in the app journeys ex- itself so i'm really excited that you brought those things up so Ooh, i'm excited to, to use in sumo <laughs> yeah quick plug in there we're really excited to have you join our community as well and i really want to thank you so much for your time it was a great podcast episode i'm sure our listeners will think it's really enlightening and i'm looking forward to just having you as a part of our community in the coming days awesome thank you so much for having me thank you so much